Hello again. Pastor Deborah of Agape Love. Love is here. Coming to you from the King's International Spiritual Care University. And we are still in the basic courses or classes. And this is video six in the ancient history. And it is called Ancient Gifts. I need to first check and make sure all the students are back and in their seats and ready to go. Everybody ready? Okay. I've had quite a crowd here today. Uh, for video five, we had people from the ISIS prison camps for both the men and the women. We've had the Chinese leadership government we have had some people from Jordan. We've had people from the Taliban. We've had people from all over the world who are seeking, searching for something. In this class that Pastor Deborah went through, sort of in a weird way, as you know, my journey from mental health counselor over here to helping people the Lord's way, the spiritual way. It was a long process, many books, many videos, many experiences and opportunities. What happened, what started happening to me deals with ancient gifts. Now remember, I'm stepping out on a thin sliver of faith learning about things I knew nothing about, about a realm and things in it I knew nothing about, but my heart wanted to help people. I had to learn some things and I was starting some things, strange things were happening and I'll explain them to you. When you want to help people in a spiritual way, you have to be able to have your spirit sort of alive, in tuned. My, uh, my spiritual eyes had to be seen. My ears had to hear. I'm having to think in spiritual context, not mental health, not biological, not emotional. Okay, slow process here. So one day, this was very early on before I really got started, and I may have operated in this gift, but I didn't know. I'm walking with some ladies and we're at a university. We're getting ready to go into a door. And there's a couple in front of us. There's a man and a woman. And the man looks back at us and I hear him talking, but his mouth is not moving. You would say, I am hearing his thoughts. And here's what he said. I don't want to hold that door open for them. And I go. He just looked back. And I'm going, what is going on? I'm hearing him think. I did not know what this was had no teaching in it, no training. 
Then this started happening more and more. Then I started seeing things. I would look at somebody's hand and see a demonic claw. I would look in people's eyes and see things that were not human in them. I could stare at my living room wall and see places around the world. I could see people in my home. I knew things that you could not see with your natural eyes. And I go, what is going on in my nuts? Oh, I'm hallucinating. I'm delusional. So I had to literally go and look on the internet and read stories about other people who also did the same thing. Very well-respected people. One of them was named Kenneth Hagen Sr. Then there was things about people having dreams, open visions. They were respected, and I go, okay, this has happened to them. They don't think it's weird, or you're crazy, or mentally ill, or hallucinating, or delusional. This was something called discerning of spirits. What was that? go buy some books so one of the ancient gifts and I had to go read was something called discerning of spirits anybody know what that is I didn't I learned that the spirit part of me in order to help people had to be able to see and hear and know and operate and move in that world. I had to be able to peer behind the natural world, peer and look into the world that was going on, we'll call it in the shadows, behind the scenes, spiritually. And I had to know if this was something of the darkness or of the light. Was there somebody there this guy that was talking to me, what was I hearing? Was it his subconscious guy talking to me? Was it mental telepathy talking to me? Was there a mind male talking to me? What had happened? And I discovered when I went to the Hebrew Bible and I started studying this guy named Christ Jesus, who I was a follower of, I realized he could perceive people's thoughts. He could say things in the spirit realm. He knew things that was going on in the spirit realm that you didn't know. I go, okay, if these well-respected pastors and teachers were not considered mentally ill, and they tell their stories about this discerning of spirits, open visions, hearing people, seeing things, seeing demons, hearing demons talk, hearing human spirit, and they were not considered mentally ill, then I was okay. And then I saw this Christ Jesus doing the same thing. I go, okay, if he does it, I'm supposed to do it. But I didn't know what it was. So I had to go study. And this gift started operating. I don't know how to activate it. Some people like to try to teach you 
that they will teach you how to activate these gifts. They're not my gifts. They belong to the ancient king and kingdom. I don't know when I need them. I don't control them. I, do, I make my spirit available and it's alert and open and willing and prepared 24-7 for the gift to go on just like that. Because there's some ministry spiritually that needed to be done. This gift of the kingdom of heaven, I was going to need to help people in the spiritual way. But I didn't control it. I couldn't activate it. I don't know when it's needed. I was had to just cooperate. Had to learn what it was. It was also a gift of protection. Because there's a lot of activity in that world. There's some good spirit things going on. There's other spirits. I didn't know all that when I began until I started reading a lot of books about witchcraft and the occult and witches having spells and leaving their bodies. And one of the things that helped me with that, I think I showed you in another video, a book by Dr. Rebecca Brown. He came to set the captives free. It was a story about a, a medical doctor who ran into a witch named Elaine. That's probably not a real name. And Elaine's story got started this way. She had, had been born with some physical disabilities and was in a church and there was a satanic witch recruiter in the youth department and this took her to a youth camp which wasn't a youth camp for the church but it was a witchcraft youth camp because she had some powers she was born with some things and they wanted to help her to develop them so what happened was that she tells this story how she was going to meet this rebecca is that there was this Christian family somewhere and they were causing problems maybe through prayer or just loving people and a satanic high priest gave his high priestess and his witches orders to go and kill them now witches are smart in the occult they don't go do it physically like the mob does they go to their respective homes, light a candle, put the people's names on a piece of paper, sit and stare at the candle, meditate, clear their minds, and their spirit leaves their body. And in the story with Elaine, she said she did that, and, and some of the other witches, and they left wherever they were to go to this house. And they could look spiritually inside the house and see these golden, shiny, bright bodies in there. But on the outside perimeter, she said, there were some type of dark, black, powerful angels circling around the house, and they would not let these witches pass Elaine. They tried everything, and this angel spoke to Elaine and said, Woman, that's what they called her, if you continue on this path, danger lies ahead or something that's in the book. Okay? And she realized she had some power because she had some things. 
But there was a power, spiritually, that was more powerful than hers. And that began her long journey of seeking and searching. I think in video five, we talked about V'ger's search. Sometimes you have to have a power encounter that shakes you to your bones that go, well, I thought I was powerful. I thought my culture was powerful. My God was powerful. My religion was powerful, but it didn't save my son. And I hear about somebody who prayed to this Jesus guy and their son was healed, but I prayed to Allah and it don't happen. And I believe that this Allah is a loving God or, you know, Buddha's a loving, but my children are being trained to be suicide bombers or they're abused or they're sold as child brides. So something starts happening. You start questioning what you are in, what you believe in, what you think is powerful, what you think is right. Now, I was moving in the discerning of spirits that was a connection to the kingdom of heaven I was serving. Didn't know how it worked, didn't know anything about it. Now, Elaine, she was doing the same thing, but she was using a power of darkness from the kingdom of darkness through Satan and demonic spirits. Did she know that? Yes. Some do, some don't. Now, what's going on? This is an unseen world where people are, some witches are going to try to kill some Christians. Why would they do that? Why can't everybody just live in peace? You serve whoever you want to serve and worship whoever you want to worship. We don't bother you. We just stay in our house and pray. What's the problem? Why do you have to make everybody? And if somebody doesn't believe the way you do in the God you believe in, you want to kill them there. I, and so there's a problem with us here. So I started moving in this gift of discerning of spirits. And I had to start studying. I found out I'm not mentally ill, hallucinating, or delusional. And this God of the Bible, this Christ Jesus, did it too. He could hear people thinking. He knew what they were thinking. Okay, don't know what it is, but if you do it, I'm all right. Now, then what happened, I started moving in another gift called Words of Knowledge. So I'm in this church, and it's altar call time, and I was on the deliverance team. The prayer team, they called me and said, they got a Satanist here, a young girl. And they weren't allowed to minister to her because they didn't have the anointing or the training that I did and the approval by the pastor. So as I'm coming down some steps, I get dropped into my spirit, a word of knowledge. Walk up to her and I say, oh, I know who you are. Didn't know her name, but I go, you're here on assignment for Satan and your job is to be a breeder and you're to breed a child to be sacrificed unto Satan. And you're also here to breed and bring forth a child that will eventually bring forth the false prophet. And this young girl was about 14. She goes, how do you know that? You are not a witch. I go, words of knowledge. My God knows everything. That was how my introduction to this girl who became Miss Amanda in my life. She's up on the 
as a word of encouragement, 14 years old. She found a power outside of witchcraft, outside of religious people, outside of denominations that had truth and knowledge and spoke to her. I didn't know I needed it. It just drops down or it comes out because we're going to do some ministry. So I had to learn how to trust this ancient king from the kingdom of heaven. He knew when ministry was needed, when the spiritual gifts needed to be activated, turned on, brought to me so he could do some ministry. And what happened was we took a Miss Amanda into a back room and I said, sweetie, you can come out of the darkness. Now she was there and her, uh, she I think I wrote her poem. Her assignment was I had been just crying for and praying for Satanists, for God to love them and help them. That's all. And that love was so powerful and God was moving. There were earthquakes happening over in the darkness. There was something going on. And it was, there was a disturbance in the force in Satanism. So her family was sent in to take me out. And the story goes, she wrote it in, I think it's called a prayer for help. There was going to be a group of them in a, a, a car come. I think it was Al, Chris, and Robin. Well, Chris decided not to come. He was sick. The car wouldn't start, so Al can't come. So uh, this girl named Robin and her got in Robin's car. And Robin got so sick trying to get in the front door because the demons were so attacked and tormented. She said, I ain't going in. So this Miss Amanda had to go in by herself at 14. And the goal was to connect with me, then walk out to my car with me and threaten me that if I didn't stop praying for and loving Satanists, they were going to kill me. Now, I did not know that at this time. But I'm talking to her. And I learned later that when she was a young girl, she was born into this family, a product of her mother and her mother's brother. They're both dead and in heaven. She was always rebellious and getting in trouble in the meetings, kicking over stuff. Did not want to be there. So her heart from day one was searching. So she found me. She saw this love. This she saw, and she got saved, born again, like Veacher, new life form. And how it worked is we took her to a usher's room. And boy, I bound up because I knew how to bind those 16, 17 strong men. And here's how it worked: out of the darkness within her, a little bit—I could see it—a little bitty child, maybe three stepped out, came forward through her eyes and mouth. I said, hi, sweetie, how you doing? She couldn't talk. She was afraid to talk that part of her, her spirit. Would you like to come out of the darkness? Okay. Let her in this prayer. Done. Just like Veacher. Her little spirit backed up, went back into the darkness. Okay. It found what he was looking for. Now it's very small. So I threw the gifts, the ancient gifts. I was able to minister to a lady, move like they move, but I was different. They didn't know yet. 
So I had to start studying discerning of spirits. And I just want to list for you here that come in the Hebrew Bible in the New Testament that an apostle named Paul wrote about. There were certain gifts, ancient gifts, that come in this relationship, like what Vidra got, this connection in my spirit. And this is what I was going to have to use to minister in that realm, to help people through spiritual care, sort of like learning all the different ways of counseling and knowledge in the mental health. The gifts were divided up into revelatory gifts. So my spirit need re needed revelations in order to minister, to teach, to open up vijar, to do ministry with. One of them was called words of wisdom. What that means is I might get some knowledge. Well, what do I do with it? When I go to coalition meetings, and I watch these intelligent, loving people trying to figure out how to improve the mental health of their community. they got all these ideas, but there's no wisdom. Because wisdom is how do you apply so it'll be successful, fruitful, and accomplish the goals you want. That's wisdom. The course you need to take. But first you have to get the words of knowledge. You have to have some information. Then you have to be able to apply that information. So here it is with Miss Amanda. I get a word of knowledge spiritually released to my spirit. I come down the steps. I tell her who she is and what her assignment is, words of knowledge. Now they were given so we could get her, her to become a new creature reach her spirit, bring her spirit out of the darkness. And I had to learn how to do that and talk to her through words of wisdom. Then there's something called gifts of prophecy. What prophecy is you would get a word in your spirit. You would know what's going to happen. You tell somebody uh, a prophetic, uh, God speaks and here's what he says. We have a lot of prophets that are and the gift of prophecy can be seen from the other side. You go to tarot cards, fortune tellers, seance. You're trying to find information about how to, about things. So prophecy is, I'm going to tell you the future. I'm speaking for God. You, you don't hear him yet. You're not in that connection. I've got the connection. I'll tell you what he says. Discerning of spirits, ancient gifts, which I operated out of most of the time. It is a necessity to have... Now, I didn't know anything about the gifts. I can't activate them. I do not control them. Because I am not doing my work. This is the work of the Father. This is His ministry. He knows when I need my spirit... To have a certain gift at any given time to minister to somebody to accomplish one of his goals, not mine. So another one was the discerning of spirits, peering into the spiritual world, knowing, seeing, hearing what is spiritually there. 
And what I had to learn to do is, Father, I don't know when I need them. Don't really know how it operates a lot. But make my spirit willing, open to the gifts at a moment's notice. And when I get a little further into the uh, intermediate and advanced, you'll see a deeper level of this about some really strange stories. But right now we're just discovering the ancient gifts. Okay. Another one was called, in the revelatory, it's diversity of language and interpretation. You'll hear a lot about this called tongues, speaking in a holy language. Didn't know what that was. In some of my stories, uh, I, I, you never heard Christ Jesus speaking. But what it turned out after study, it's where I allow my spirit and I allow it to be used by this king and its spirit, the Holy Spirit, and they talk through my spirit out into the spiritual realm or the natural realm. I am giving them permission to use my spiritual mouth and tongue now, I do that, I, and you'll hear a lot of people do that in some churches who believe in it. And then somebody gets the interpretation, because it does sound strange, more like baby talk. And, uh, but it's a language from heaven, and it's a language that we uh, can be, if I speak it to you, any earthly language and tongue would understand it. If I go to an Arabic person, I don't speak Arabic, and they speak to me in Arabic, the, the interpretation of what they're saying, I will get. I don't need to take a class. It's a supernatural thing going on. And I had to learn about me. Because you will hear people speak this out openly in church or something. And then an interpretation comes, like, well, what did that mean? And somebody will say, well, thus says the Lord, God says. So it's really God speaking through you, talking out into the spiritual realm, using your spiritual mouth. So you won't hear me much talking this language out loud. But I'll feel this and I'll know that God wants to use my spirit, use my mouth, my spiritual mouth, and speak. Now, is he talking to me? Yes. Is he talking to other people? Yes. Now, I don't have this gift called interpretation. I don't get it. So I always have to ask him to interpret <clears throat> for my spirit and my mind to understand it. Because it's all Greek to me. I don't understand it. It's not. Okay. So then he interprets it. And then I can't remember it. So I have to trust him to remind me. But he's doing something. Is he talking to. He's talking through me. I'll give you one example. Uh, I was in the garden. Where I am every single night. It's a busy night last night. And every once in a while, somebody from the other side will try to get in past the, the cherubim with the flaming sword, and they're stopped at the gate. 
and they want to talk to me. So they try to draw me out, which is okay. So my king said, I'll talk to him through you. So my spirit goes outside the gate, stands next to the cherubim. It's my spirit now. Okay. And it's talking to another spiritual creature, probably with Satan that night, because we're in the spirit world. And God is talking through my spirit, through my mouth, to this thing. I have no idea what he was saying. Okay, because the big guy is always up here, but he can come in. I'm his property. So God himself spoke to this creature, Satan, one-on-one. -on -one. Now, in the occult, <clears throat> they do the same thing. The demonic strongmen will talk through people. They'll come through the natural. So what I had to learn how to do when I talk to people is go, you're listening to my spirit talking. I'm an alien from another planet. It's not my soul talking to you. They say, where were you born? Heaven. Well, where are you registered as a citizen? Heaven. Do you live in this country? No. You're listening to my spirit <clears throat> talk out of my dirt. So a lot of times when humans talk, they're talking out of the, the spirit, depending on which kingdom they're in and which king they serve. But spirit, spirit in the world of spirit where I was working, the spirit, my spirit had to be developed. It had to allow this God to uh, speak through it, to use it as he willed, and they do the same thing. It's sort of more forced uh, in the occult. And I'll tell you a little bit more about Elaine's story. She was telling her story how she got her first big thing. And uh, what happens is she's in a meeting, and they want to put a big, strong man, maybe Malkane Ma or something, probably not his real name. And so what he does to her spirit and physical body, the demonic manifest as a glorious, handsome young man. Somebody Elaine was attracted to, she wasn't that pretty, that would love her. So she believes this being was beautiful and handsome and tan, golden skin and dark hair and just beautiful. So she says, sure, come on in and you'll be one with me and you'll be inside of me. I'll have sex with you in the, in the spirit and we'll be married and you'll love me. Come on in. So he starts walking towards her, and as he gets about right here in front of her, he changes to another form, which was ugly. It's in the book about how ugly. Now, that's probably not his real form, but he is going to show her, Youth, I deceived you. You gave me permission to come in. I'm going to be the strong man over all three parts of your body, over your physical, your spirit, and your soul, and I'm the boss. I'm the boss and you for my boss, Satan. So right before he stepped into her body, spiritually, he changed his looks so she would now be afraid. And I got you. I deceived you coming and going. And he steps in. He says, if you try to disobey me or him, you're going to hurt. Excellent story. So what happened is, and they get that pattern because that's the pattern from 
God. He wants to be in my spirit and use my spirit for his purposes. But he'll never hurt my spirit. But they do. All right. So then the next one we have is called the power gifts. And they include the gift of faith. Some people need a lot of faith to believe in things, and it's a gift. And some of us have more faith. Some of us, the faith has to grow. But in, when you move in that gift, it's done. You have no doubts. Gift of miracles. Of Some people need to have new legs grown, new eyeballs grown. Powerful miracles instantaneously and you have to have the faith to believe it you have to have the gift in your spirit it has to be there for God's purposes you'll say a prayer and a new leg will grow mm -hmm. brains will come back new organs will get created gifts of miracles that nobody can explain the next power gift is healing there's spiritual healing, there's mental healing, there's emotional healing, and there's physical healing. That's for the body. But there's also healing between nations, healing between people. It's a gift. It's a supernatural, spiritual, ancient gift that is provided to the spirit to do spiritual work to accomplish a spiritual ministry of the Father, to reach people. And if we have to do a healing, like we did on another tape, and we can do some here, their spirits will believe that this God is real and he heals. Now what happens is when this connection that we talked about in the V'ger tape is made, you automatically, with that powerful spiritual connection, you get a lot of goodies, a lot of ancient gifts that come in with this governor. And he's there, and he's ready to release them to you when you're ready. Can't give a five-year-old a car to drive. He can't even see over the steering wheel until you study and are ready, and you're in the ministry, and you don't control them. You can't pray him up, can't make him happen, can't bribe him. So one of them is when this governor that comes into my spirit, like it did as you saw with Beecher, and I become this new life form, okay, connected, reconnected back to the kingdom of heaven, connected back through this governor, back to the power, to the gifts, Okay, and I'm a new life form. What was old has passed away. I get this power and this spirit of wisdom and understanding. He's in me. Free gift. I get the spirit of counsel and might. I can talk with the head guy, sit down and figure out things. I got some power. Now, it's not mine. I get to use it. Spirit of knowledge. I get information. I can watch these movies, read a book. Wait till some of you start listening to or reading the Quran for yourself. 
Something's going to happen and open up to you. And you'll know it's not from Muhammad. It's been a hidden message in there from the Creator, the Father of Abraham, the spiritual Father, Creator of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Ishmael, the God of the Christ Jesus, the Son of the living God. You'll get it. And you'll go, oh. But it will be different than what the imams are teaching you. Same way in Buddhism. And for you people in communist China, he coming back. You threw him out, but he's coming back, and we're going to dispel the God of money. Now you get off some of this. Chi? Yeah, yes. Yes, you. You stop some of this hacking. You know better. You give the orders, there's no votes. And if they argue, you say, well, Pastor Deborah said so. We're going to clean up China. And you get this spirit of reverence and honor of the owner of the earth, the owner of all these gifts, the owner of what Vijer found, this new life, this love, this peace, this joy. You have a great reverence for that and respect. That all comes in like when you become a Vijer, a new life form. So these were some, and we can go through some of these gifts in more detail because some, I found out I don't control them. They are not mine. They're given to me when it's needed to do ministry. When I need something revealed to me that's hidden, gift of revelation. When I need to pray for somebody to be healed or I need some wisdom. Boy, did I need that last night in the garden. I got to deal with these leaders of countries. They're asking me questions what to do. I have to have knowledge about the country. I have to have knowledge about the wealth. I have to have knowledge about what they're doing in order to speak words of wisdom to them that come from the kingdom of heaven to straighten out the mess. Because when you are a leader, your job is not to take care of the councils and the princesses and all the government officials. You're a servant and you shouldn't be a multimillionaire. Even our senators and congressmen, that is not what it's for. You're there to be a shepherd and you're to live on minimal stuff. And you're to guide and protect the country resources. You don't do and sell 20% of this country's uranium to another country. You don't do that. You don't go give speeches for a half a million dollars, put it in your private pocket. You don't go and funnel money through other for other people. Can you go and sit on boards? Yes. And you do it for free. You don't go get money from the Chinese government 
and bring it back here. You don't, that's not what a public servant is. That's not how you do it. It's unrighteousness. Probably illegal. Maybe not by the books, but from up there, it is illegal. You're unauthorized. You can be bought off. My job is to have this knowledge. I have to deal with these people in the spirit. They're asking me questions. I'm having to do counsel and wisdom. I need knowledge. I've got to have the gift of discerning of spirits. i got to be able to see them and talk to them. I had to study, study, study. But I wanted to bring this to you before I get off to my lunch. There's ancient gifts. They'll be freely given when you do a beeger thing. You connect with, reconnect. I heard a great teaching from my friend who's now in heaven, Miles Monroe. We talked about the problem is human men, humanity, a spiritual man, was created for a purpose. It got unplugged from the electricity, like a toaster refrigerator, and then it kind of decayed. Now the problem was you can't replug that back in. So two things had to happen. We had to create a new toaster, new refrigerator, get a brand new model, do a wireless connection, don't Okay, to the power source so the refrigerator can be a blessing and do its benefits. So we had several components here. We had a disconnect to the power source. Got unplugged. And then this model that we were grew old, distorted, perverted, nasty, icky, and if you plugged it in, it don't work. Now, some people take that old, dirty, old toaster or something, and they plug it into a source called Satan and Darkness, and they get some power. That's where the occult does. But it's not righteous, power, light, or authorized. So what we found out in the V'ger story is you have to become a new creature, a new life form. You get this reconnection through this governor that comes down with all these gifts. And you're reconnected back to the source. And that's how it works. So, enjoy. We'll get on into more of the gifts. We're still in the basic. Just learning, learning, learning. Presenting topics and words. Enjoy. This was video six. And I try to get five and six up today. I also got to edit uh, the forever person that uh, audio and do some other things. Oh, it's a busy day. What is so enjoy? Now I'm going to give all of you an assignment. Okay, ready? Just go home and think what you saw. When I get them up, watch them again. Don't do anything, just ponder. That's all. Ask yourself a few questions. That's all you need to do. I love all of you. You come back. Keep learning. But let's do a prayer. Father, just as Vitra, these precious ones have come 
to reconnect. They want to learn. That's why they're here. You're drawing them by something, your love, your power. Those that are here, Father, just as you did in the movie, touch them. Reconnect back to them. Change them. Give them their purpose that there's a new life form. Let their spirits begin to change. Those that need a healing or a miracle, so they will believe that you are the God of miracles and healing. You answer prayers. You're on their side. You're not a God of hate. And you made a way for them. Love on them, Father. Help them. Bring the gifts to them. Shine on them, Father. They are your inheritance. Enjoy them. Everybody is dismissed. Love. Bye-bye.